Oh, it's time to go. Oh, here I come. What? Some. You need more some? I think some. There's only one none. Some, some. Some, num. Some, num. Mean some. You gave me the dab. That's where it went wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't. There's a reason I don't dab in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Coughing with Canna Queen. I'm super excited to have my special guest, Shelly, on with me today. How are you, Shelly? Hey, hi. I'm great. How long would you say you've been in the cannabis community? Um, after legalization, I jumped in working in the community relatively quick. It was within about the first four to five months of legalization that I started working for a dispensary. Um, I've really, I mean, prior to the legalization, obviously I've been a quote unquote patient for many a years, um, back to even high school days. I've really smoked all the way throughout. Um, I was that kid getting rid of my Xanax and smoking in high school. I saw yeah. the benefits then on preferring to smoke versus taking the pharmaceutical medications and not having those side effects like pharmaceutical medications. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I didn't like that blah feeling. And then I'm allergic to 90% of the other things. So it just wasn't, it just wasn't my thing. I mean, cannabis was always my thing. I just didn't like doing other things. Yeah, totally agree with you. What's your favorite strand? Um, my favorite strains are the caryophyllene strains. Um, I like gelato a lot. Gelato is one of my favorite strains. Generally, if it's got some sort of a gelato in it, I'm going to like it. Yes. Like to smell funky. Yeah. So I love how you say that because a lot of people probably might not know what you talk about when you say caryophyllene. So let's talk a little bit about terps because a lot of the community of smokers think that THC count is the main thing that matters. So do you want to dive in a little bit about how terpenes are kind of what matters more? Well, the THC content is important. We do want to have THC content. However, the terpene content is way more important. The terpenes are what breaks that uh, blood-brain barrier and allows you to get high. Specific terpenes will allow that to happen different ways. Um, Kind of like linalool is the one that is specifically for um, seizures. Linalool is a calming, relaxing. People often uh, think of, um, what is that purple flowered plant that I can't think of? Lavender. Lavender. <laughs> yeah, lavender has linalool in it. Yeah. And that, that's the calming aspect of uh, lavender is the linalool itself. Those blueberry strains, the purple cushions, things like that that have that very sweet smell are very high in what is called linalool. Yeah, and that and it it's kind of like even when trying to explain it to someone who's not a cannabis user, like saying, okay, if you were to go to the store and you would buy a candle that was aromatherapy lavender, it's because it's supposed to make you calm. So it's kind of essentially the same thing if you're smoking something that contains that terpene. A hundred percent. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the medicinal factors kind of come in when smoking, which is super awesome what we're finding out. Um, so to kind of bounce off of that, can we touch base a little bit about Marley, your little girl? Um, well, actually, little little is the terpene that is an anticonvulsant for seizures. My little girl has um, generalized convulsive epilepsy. Um, it is located in the right lower portion of her brain that affects emotional control as well as memory. Um, for those reasons, she has a hard time retaining different things and learning different things. But um, we we had some hard bouts with um, seizures for the time she turned 10 months until she was 
five when we finally got our medical card we started with cbd um of course i'd heard the stories of charlotte's web and how different kids were being helped with the medicines all across the country um and that was something that i wanted for my daughter none of the modern day medications were helping her we were being told by doctors that she would just bounce medications for the rest of her life that she wasn't a candidate for a surgery or a stint or any of those things that kind of left you hopeless yeah she was literally just medication resistant there was nothing that we could do and then if we were to try to have a surgery or something like that it could paralyze the left side of her body but once we found cannabis um that whole line of everything changed we haven't seen another seizure since she was saturated um even in a hospital setting they weren't able to force seizures Um, she is a year and a half seizure free and she's been off all pharmaceuticals since May 1st. Yes. That is absolutely amazing. And you got to do like a little news story with the local news out here in Durant, right? They've actually done two stories on her, um, over her epilepsy. One of them was one year seizure free. Um, and then the other one was kind of in the beginning about us even having a card, um, being a pediatric patient. Oh, wow. So that's incredible. So they, they kind of brought you on at the very beginning and then got to return a year later to find out that it's tremendously helping her. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's, that's so exciting. And she's such a sweet little girl. So I'm glad that you are in a setting where you can allow that her to medicate that way and not, you know, because if you were just lived an hour and a half away in Texas, you wouldn't be able to do that. Well, and that's one of the things that it's really important for me to change that stigma and fix these laws in a lot of these places. I don't think that we're ready for recreational just yet for that main reason. I think that if we push recreational that we're going to forget these patients that aren't adults. Yes. Um, <clears throat> specifically my daughter, she can't even go 10 miles over the state line to, to her grandpa's house without a fear of a felony prosecution for her processed medication yeah. that's actually saving her life. But yet she could take the Klonopin, the Ativan, the Valium or anything else that she's been prescribed with her. Um, <clears throat> and that's just fine. And that's not okay for me. So that's the battle we fight. Yeah. So you run Yellow House Dispensary. Can you tell me what a day in the life is like when you get there? Um, we, we go in, OMA Compliance makes us set up a store. We set up our store and run a store. Um, it's just like any other retail business. Um, we have products and we sell them through a POS system, just like any other retail establishment. Our laws are a little different. Our regulations are a little different. Um, but that's about it. Um, Our job is to educate and um, help patients. That's what I am there for. Um, We see a wide range of people from your local banker to the teachers. The teachers (laughs) to, I mean, you literally see every single person from every single class, from every education, from homeless people literally like I had a guy that was sleeping in the park yesterday that came to see me um like you literally see every single person um all the way around and I think that that's super interesting too one of my favorite patients I've ever seen walk through the door though was my daughter's pharmacist oh that was my favorite Uh, my daughter and all of her epilepsy and everything my favorite patient to walk through the dispensary door was her pharmacist to buy you know, medical what? marijuana that just shows you to himself, you know, I mean, he's got access, access literally to anything, yeah. but chooses the natural path. And was it, so what, was he there buying 
for more of like a medicinal reason. Absolutely. He got the one-to-one -one gummies. He yeah. was there for pain relief versus, and he was using that for the medicinal aspect versus the pills that he prescribes that he, and sells yeah. himself. Drum roll. What's your favorite concentrate brand? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 100% is apothecary. Extracts. I knew you were going to say that. 100% apothecary extracts is slaying the game. They've been slaying the game since Colorado. They're slaying the game in Oklahoma. See, I almost asked you instead of that question, I almost said, What's your favorite? Strain from about the carrier. Which one do you like the best? They're GMO, actually. Their their GMO is flame. Um, but their new high terpene full spectrum extract oil cartridges or not cartridges, but so uh, syringes are amazing. I still have yet to try that. I need to come and try that. Oh, they're so good. Oh my so gosh. Good. And they're activated. So like, I mean, I'm a terpy girl and I like to taste my weed. Yes. So it's just like, it tastes delicious. <laughs> it's so terpy. And you can put it on your finger. Yeah, you can eat you it. Can you can it on. smoke yeah. it. You can put it in edibles. Actually, yeah. I have a story about someone eating that girl. He was like, man, we were dabbing it, and it's like that metal tip, so you can dab it, yeah. and so it can get hot and whatnot. They were dabbing it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's good, but like, let's just eat it. Let's just see what's going on. So I got those like little bite muffins, and they were poking it in there and just using that shit in there and like getting a goopy, goopy yeah. muffin, and they did that to his mom, I guess, and she knew, and she's <gasps> a pretty regular edible medicator. Yeah. Four-hour nap. Oh my god. She had fallen asleep on the porch, oh cigarette in hand. <laughs> He's just swamped, cigarette fell out. She fell out because oh no. But she was just like four hour just coma nap and was just loving sleeping it. Sleeping yeah. out. And he said that he gave her the smallest amount. And I'm like, bro, it's, it's distillate. Yeah. It's like, practically. It's just like it's so Apothecary calls it the distillate killer. That's what, That's what they're calling it. Distillate yeah. killer. Oh my That's god. what Brent calls it. it's the distillate killer. Well, I mean, she had a toothache for a minute, and she was just like, it would hurt me. I mean, she was just dying. She was, she's allergic to there? like some other kind of like pain relievers. Just she just can't take them. <clears throat> and she was like pretty much fist in Tylenol at that point, and it yeah. just wasn't even touching it. And it just, she just literally dabbed that shit in there, like on the back of your tooth, pumped it into into her tooth, and she really, really felt. Yeah. Wow, that's so paragon crazy. helps too to pack it like BC powder. Yeah. Oh yeah, that paragon yeah. powder helps a lot. Too, I have to a pack little it like BC. Yeah, I have a pack of that. <clears throat> I tried some at the event, and um, I just didn't have any water. Like, I didn't have anything, and I was already had cotton mouth, so I was like, and I just like, like, like let it dissolve in my mouth. And I was their like, lemonade is 125 milligrams, and they're 10 bucks. Really? I need to come try. And you can put them in anything because it's a powder. You know what I really want to try is that, um, <clears throat> that coffee creamer. Oh my god, girl, it's so good. I've been drinking the fuck out of the pumpkin spice one. How much? It's so good. It's a thousand milligrams a bottle. So yeah. it's effective. Okay. To just put some in. Yeah. No, I need to, I want to do that. Oh, it's so good. I also want to do like a whole day of just edible, of just, just edibles. Like, so caught my creamer, like in the coffee, and then like, you know, eat a granola bar for breakfast. Ramen noodles for lunch. Ramen noodles for lunch. <laughs> Chili dinner. Chili dinner, yeah. And then cake pop for dessert. <laughs> Let's see how we're feeling. Nice, <laughs> nice little 
Chex Mix for a snack. Yeah, yeah, ranch. <clears throat> Look, she left some in here. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to stop my over here doing lunch They're so good. Okay, hold on. I love them. Do you have a super high, I was going to say fi high, super high funny story that you can think of off the top of your head? At modern day, those uh, 1,000 milligram jacked up chocolate bars, um, Jacob told me they weren't effective, and we had one in the back. He was like, it's not effective. I was like, cool, chocolate. So, <laughs> no, I was like, nom, like, nom, 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 nom. Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> Bro. Like, an hour later, I was slurring my words. Oh my I should not have been at work. I It was rough. <laughs> That's it all. was rough. I didn't need a thousand milligrams, but I can tell you it was way too many. Yeah. Of uh, they definitely were effective, and he was wrong. He was wrong <laughs> on your ass. That is so funny. That's how I felt. I ate a that granola bar, and I didn't even eat the whole thing. And just I, I ate it at like four o'clock in the afternoon. By nine o'clock, I was like ready to pass out and go to bed. All right, let's flip the script and talk your newest adventure. It's shell promotion, advocacy, and events. Um, we really want to focus mainly for the child advocacy right now. That's kind of hard in that there's not a lot of attention around children. OMA law literally stipulates against us in that we can't promote for children. <laughs> like it's literally wrote into the laws that we cannot um, yeah. promote children. So with that, it makes advocacy a lot harder when it comes to products and things like that. Okay, so we're staying away from that. Right, word. right. Okay. We can't advocate and use um, the children, the aspect for her. Um, we've even had gummy companies and stuff wanting to use Marley as a story, but they can't even use Marley's name because it's, it's a child being involved. That's crazy. Um, things like that that we have to come up against. But we, we really are just trying to advocate and get it out there and have we want to have these events so that we can spread the word um that it's not only for adults but for children alike but also long term there is a little backstory before for these events um as you know it's not federally affiliated as you know sooner care and none of these places pay for it yeah um it makes it hard for people on social security disability to get off of pharmaceutical medications when they don't have an aspect for paying for these things um, as well as these children in other ways. These parents can't afford to um, support these child's medication. If I wasn't in the industry where I can get the discounts I do, I can't honestly say that I could support Marley's yeah. medication habits. Because but I get the discounts that I do because of the industry that I'm in that I'm able to support that. Yeah. But it is expensive. Yeah. Um, so if we're building these events. We want them to get bigger and better and bigger and better. So eventually people do pay for them. They do become profitable, but yeah. not for us. We want to fund. We have a yeah. foundation that we're starting. It's the Weed Can Foundation. And the Weed Can Foundation will essentially be a private insurance company that will be within oh, okay. certain dispensaries that will start originally in Bryan County and hopefully spread. That's the goal. Yes, of course. Um, to be able to fund a discount program originally and maybe even eventually an insurance program for these people to get their products at a cheaper rate. That would be incredible because that would be just um, essentially just like having health care insurance, what would be a normal health care insurance for well, these people in disability, they often come in, they get the $100 ounce of medication 
that may not necessarily meeting the needs that they have as a patient. It's not strong enough. It doesn't have enough of the quality properties that they need, but that's what they buy because that's what they can afford. But what if they could come in and we could give them a $200 ounce and just pay a hundred four of them for it out of this program to help them with that or something like that. Um, but ultimately that's what we want to use these events to fund is a program like that that. to help people like that. I love that. I don't, I think that it would be stupid for anybody not to back that idea. Do you have, um, have you set anything up for it as of yet for any, like, is there a page or anything that anybody could find it on yet or? Um, not for the Weed Can Foundation because we haven't really started profits just yet. Right now, all of the, we only make enough to pay for the events right now. Okay. We're just wanting to promote and build the events themselves just then, so they become a word and people know about them. And then once they're to a point where we feel like, okay, well now this is something that people are going to be willing to pay for because they know that we're capable right. of doing it. Then we'll start spreading the word. And then not only are they going to know we, we throw a good party. We, we have a good time. Yeah. They're going to know it's for a good cause. Exactly. And then it's worth their money all the way around. And then we'll have more of that money part of it to fund helping these people yeah and so the events that that we've seen so far the we've had a smoke out and a smoke and glow those were both incorporated and ran by you yes awesome and then we have one coming of course and a team but yeah of course of course never never me alone but yes and a team yeah it takes a village for sure but yeah shell d smoke out and smoke and glow we just had smoke and glow. And then I like literally the next morning after smoke and glow, I looked up and I was like, Whoa, we have a month. Yeah. Because the first, the first event was in June and then we had a little bit of a break from mm-hmm. that till smoke and glow was in September, yes. then September, October. Yes. And then I know you have a couple of things up your sleeve for what's coming up. Yes. So that'll be super exciting to kind of keep these events rolling. They're always yes. for a good cause. And then, it's always just that good setting because everybody is medicating so that we, the one thing that doesn't happen is, is fights. Right. Like, it is. That you would see at like a bar. The coolest thing about like Smoke and Glow, for instance, first of all, Smoke and Glow was way bigger than we ever, ever, oh, ever, ever, yes. ever thought it was going to be. Um, we had almost 2,000 people in that establishment, not a single fight. It was the most, it's, it's at a bar, but not like a bar. Um, yeah. You can have so many people, but it still was just so chill, laid back. Everybody you see is like, hey, how are you? Oh, here's a joint. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not your rowdy fight, loud party like it is with just the bar drinking. Yeah. The bar was open. There was people having a drink here or there, but it's not that scene. No. It was having a drink here or there. Everybody's smoking and chilling instead. Bar vibe. <clears throat> For sure. Bar vibe, smoke vibe. Yes, and then we got Halloween <laughs> yes. with Mike Jones coming on Halloween. That is super exciting. I I am I have heard so much talk about that, and I'm, I can tell you, my middle middle school, high school self is leaping. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Who exactly? <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so what time does this event start on um, Halloween night? It is seven p.m. to uh, twelve a.m on Halloween night. Yes. Oh it is $15 at the door. You can get tickets uh, in advance on eventbrite.com. And that can be found on um, your Instagram. It is on my Instagram, page. our Facebook page. Um, I do have both of those. The Shelled Events is on both of those. Um, and my personal page is on Shelly Dunham. All of my stuff's all linked together and tagged. Perfect. So yeah, you can find that at, at Shelly Dunham. Um, Eventbrite for the Mike Jones concert. I'm super excited for that. That's going to be like balls to the walls. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, guys, you heard it. It is going down Saturday night, October 31st at Bubba's Brew House with the one and only Mike Jones. I hope all of y'all have a wonderful rest of your day. Get spooky on Halloween and make sure to stay safe. Lighters up.